the first time I saw Yannick Sinner live, it was in 2019 at the Internazionale d'Italia in Rome. Uh, Yannick was a young and up-and-coming uh, tennis Italian tennis player. He had just incredibly passed the first round, beating Steve Johnson to the amazement of uh, a not-so-huge crowd at the time, of course, because not many people knew who he was, not even regular tennis fans. But he, he was starting to become a name since uh, he won the Bergamo Challenger a few months earlier. That day was one of the typical days of the Internazionale d'Italia. The day before, it had rained all day long and not even a single point from a single match had been played. And for whoever knows how the, the Rome tournament works, this means that the day after, all the matches of the um, previous day, plus all the matches of that day, uh, scheduled for that day, had to be played, which meant an even greater and even bigger crowd than, than usual. The, the, the Foro Italico was packed at the maximum. There was the typical excitement of a beautiful Roman day with uh, incredible sunshine that day and, uh, well, the classic fantastic atmosphere that surrounds any major tennis tournament, in particular the Rome tournament. And anyway, so it was so, so packed and Yannick was, as we said, not yet a name, but he was due to play against Stefanos Tsitsipas. So the schedule of the day saw them assigned to Campo Uno, which is the furthest uh, away court in the, the Foro Italico, which, which is a tennis complex, which is that narrow and long. And uh, Campo Uno is right at the end of the complex and is played uh, under amazing uh, shades of pine trees, typical Roman pine trees. and. Well, there was a, a huge, huge crowd. There was, it was very difficult to find a seat, also very difficult to find a standing place. And um, I, finally, I found myself uh, separated from my friends and next to a, um, a gentleman from Greece who had a, a Greek uh, flag wrapped uh, around his uh, shoulders. So we started to chat a little bit and... Um, when the two players came on court, I made half jokingly and half uh, not jokingly, I told him, here's the future number one. And I knew that, of course, the, the Greek fan would, would think I was mentioning Tsitsipas, which was at the time already a household name in tennis. And he told me, yeah, well, yes, let's hope so. And I told him, no, 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 I mean Yannick. <laughs> <laughs> and we started to laugh and so on. And well, from time to time, I, I still think about that moment. And I, I wonder if that uh, Greek gentleman uh, remembers this, uh, this brief chat anytime Yannick's and uh, Stefano's paths cross each other. So that was why my first experience with uh, with Yannick Sinner. What about yours, Miki? <laughs> I never saw Sinner live yet, but I remember one day you sent me a message 
uh, telling me, yeah, there is a game on, on TV. Please look at this guy. Uh, he's young, he's Italian. Maybe you don't know him, but please have a look at him. And so we were watching the, the game together. And I remember at some point you asked me a question about something that the commentators were saying. And we didn't understand very well. Uh, as you can tell, we are not native English speakers. <laughs> but well, we discussed a little bit and we concluded that uh, the point that the commentator was making at the time, and Sinner wasn't yet someone, wasn't in the top 10, but not even in the top 50, I think. Uh, because, yeah, it was probably soon after Rome that year in 2019. Uh, and the point was that the commentator was making, and we were joking about that, was that Sinner had all the answers <laughs> to the questions that the okay. opponent was was posing. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, because there is this topic that sometimes pops up in the English speakers uh, and in the commentators about asking questions and answering those questions. And so we were joking about this young guy that was like very frail, apparently very frail, and with long legs and with a strange way to move, that was actually answering all the questions. And it was looking like he knew uh, what was coming before it was coming. So I remember the sensation I had to witness first an Italian player and second, a young player that was playing a very smart and very complete tennis for their age. Now we have a lot of new youngsters that are very complete and very aware of what's happening in the court. But at the time was kind of new for, for the tour and for myself also. And, and I was amazed. And, and I, I, started, I started following him and... Uh, uh, yeah, so that was my first experience with Sinner, seeing Sinner playing um, yeah. on TV. Are you going to watch him in uh, Wimbledon maybe this year? Maybe, or? maybe. Um, for me, um, uh, the reason why Leonardo is asking that is because I live in London and I don't have a ticket for Wimbledon, but I guess that in the first week, maybe with the ground tickets or doing the queue, uh, it could be that I'm lucky enough to see um, Sinner playing in one of the, not the main courts. And so, yeah, I need a little bit of luck or or we'll try to buy a ticket last minute as, as it can be done in, in Wimbledon. Yeah. And I will, I will try to go there. It will be amazing for me. Uh, I've never been to Wimbledon before. I've been to Queens and, and Eastbourne, not to Wimbledon. And I'm expecting a yeah a big emotion for me to to see Yannick playing on grass in the most important and beautiful you know venue of the world. And maybe well important yes beautiful not sure because for Italico is so beautiful. Would you think probably yes. for Italico is the best one in terms of you know majesty, uh, the statues, the pine trees, the sunshine. <laughs> Italico is very, very special, actually. But yeah, Wimbledon means something for me. I, I started following tennis, looking at Wimbledon first, and then I understood that there were other tournaments around that. 
So definitely, uh, it will be a very big emotion for me to go to Wimbledon and, and witness this in person. Yeah. And coming back to, to the beginnings of, well, our beginnings, uh, let's say, uh, the, <laughs> the beginning of our relationship, virtual relationship with uh, Yannick Sinner. It's interesting to, to speak about uh, Wimbledon and all these other um, historical uh, courts, while the memory of what I was seeing him playing via TV or via streaming, not that many years ago, is still so fresh because, as I said, I the first time I heard about him was when he uh, won the, um, the Bergamo Challenger. And uh, he was uh, very young. Uh, the fact that he was so young, and I think it was, there were some some headlines uh, that misunderstood what was going on. <laughs> this is a typical refrain. <laughs> we are we are <laughs> we will be talking about this uh, about the misunderstanding of the Italian sporting press. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. So the first time I heard his name. Because my relationship with tennis has not been always constant. Uh, if uh, if at the time I was paying the same level of attention that I'm paying right now to, to tennis, I would have heard him before. Uh, because he was uh, in the circles of those who uh, watch uh, challengers and uh, the, the youngsters circuits. He was already, some, they knew he was coming. But for most people who don't don't even know what the Challenger Circuit is, uh, uh, let alone the ITF uh, tournaments, nobody knew about him. Uh, so the first time I I personally heard about him was when he won the Bergamo Challenger, and there was a classical misinterpretation of the Italian press that. Uh, let's say doesn't cover tennis uh, doesn't understand tennis really really well and um, so <laughs> doesn't the, the, cover the, it basically <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly so the the headline was the the first uh, tennis player the first teenage tennis player who won a challenger of course this was impossible because <laughs> i know Becker, for instance won wimbledon Exactly. Um, so then I, I, I did, but it, it made me curious to, to know what was going on. And I found out that he was actually the first player born in 2001 to win a challenger, which was not exactly the same as the title, but uh, as what the title implied, but still was uh, quite uh, a big achievement. So I started to pay attention a little bit to him. And thanks to him, I wandered into the 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 minor leagues we can call it i think with no disrespect yeah. at all yeah um, so i i watched him play in italy we call them palazzetti dello sport so they are the the sports halls sports venues of even small towns uh, with uh, very very little um, seating or even no seating at all with people with chairs Two meters away from the lines of the of the court, uh, everything looked very very basic. Or I, I even saw him play in uh, Santa Margherita di Pula, which is one of those uh, places. It's in Sardinia. They, it's like a monastery in Tunisia or Antalya in Turkey, where they organize constantly organize uh, ITF tournaments. 
and uh, I never even I don't know why I started to watch them. It was, <laughs> I was in, it made me curious. It was something I never saw before, and it it was striking me as I knew they were first level of professional tennis uh, with people with players who had to go and collect the ball themselves. There were no ball boys or ball girls. Sometimes even uh, the, 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 line, the line judges or the umpire was helping with the ball recovery process. <laughs> and it was really um, uh, strange in a, in a good way. And um, so it, it made me want to see more about this uh, in, in weird world uh, I was witnessing for the first time and on challenger tv it's very easy to to watch matches incredibly it's easier to watch challenger matches than qualifiers sure. from um, masters 1000 <laughs> and so this also gave me the amazing now in retrospect possibility of witnessing the first match between uh, yannick sinner and carlos alcaraz wow because they yes yes uh, they played in uh, alicante and of course, uh, Yannick at the, at the time was uh, still a minor, uh, 17 years old, and which means that Carlos was even younger than that, 15 probably, or, or 16. I barely knew who Sinner was, so of course I, I didn't have no idea who Alcaraz was, and he won uh, against uh, Sinner that day, so I, I witnessed via streaming the birth of uh, their... Uh, rivalry and amazing um, yeah yes yes and also the the qualify the pre-qualifiers match uh, between uh, Sinner and Musetti at the Foro Italico who uh, Sinner won and who gave him the let's say the ticket for the wild card well it was more complicated than that but anyway by beating uh, Lorenzo Musetti that day Yannick managed to go on and then obtain the wild card for the the main draw of that tournament in Rome, which uh, led to all that happened afterwards. Amazing! That that's an, I didn't know that. And yeah, amazing experience! Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, by the way, the for for the whole, those who want, they if they made some, they can make some digging, and it's still both matches. Oh Sinner yeah, they are available. Alcaraz, Mm. And Sinner against Musetti, they are available online, and uh, it's uh, it's an interesting watch for those who have some time. It's uh, it's very worth watching them. This is the Yannick Sinner show. My name is Miki Fossati. With me, we have Leonardo Poggi. We are owning also a Telegram channel in Italian about tennis that is called Telegrammi di Tennis and where everything was born. And we are hosting also an Italian podcast about tennis called Trenta Quaranta, that means 3040. The idea of this podcast is to have a first season with four or maybe five episodes talking about Sinner, the background of this player, what does it mean to be an Italian player, what does it mean to grow up in Italy playing tennis and to go from our country to the big stage of international tennis. And then we are planning to have more seasons with, you know, following the career of this young guy and see what kind of achievement he can reach. Uh, we will talk about, yeah, the press coaches, 
the colleagues of Sina, because Italy is full of very good players at the moment, young and talented players. And this is an attempt to expose the Italian situation also for uh, the English-speaking people uh, around the world. This is maybe the episode zero, Leo, not even the episode one. Uh, yep. But we are, yeah, we are planning to stick to the plan and show you what's happening in this fantastic country. So, yeah, stick with us while we stick to, or being Italians, while we try to stick to the plan. <laughs> there may be some hiccups here and there, <laughs> uh, but we will do our best, as always. Ciao! Ciao!